Also, like, with women, like, when I started listening to them, like, really listening once the breakup happened, listening to other women, like, I realized, like, every man, every man in this room has a crazy woman story, you know? Like, every man in here is just like, oh, remember Christine? Christine was crazy. Christine was so crazy, remember? And I had my new girl, Christine comes, like, where that bitch? And I was like, Christine, what's going on? I got my new girl, get out of here, Christine. Christine was crazy, right? Christine was crazy. Oh, memories. You know, and... You know, every dude in, in here has that story. And I was like, why don't women have crazy men's stories? Like, why don't women have crazy men's stories? I don't really hear them. And then I realized, I was like, oh, it's because if you got a crazy boyfriend, you gonna die. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Fuck, you know who the fuck we are. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Back to talk about what's real. Are we? Yeah, because what's real is the fact that when we're in situations with, well, as men, when we're in a situation with women, and we kind of overlook the fact that some of them might actually have psychological problems but we've gotten to the point in society where it's just kind of cool to just be like oh she crazy or oh that nigga crazy and even black women hispanic women all types of women think that being this crazy woman is 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 normal but i mean obviously if you're crazy you're you're not normal yeah you know what it's, I'm it's, it's not good to be irrational yeah and people have accepted that Oh, women, all women are crazy. All women are supposed to be irrational or, you know, that nigga only doing this shit because he love you and nah, you, that, that's not love. That's not, that's not normal. Nah, crazy B. is not normal. Nah, B. Exactly. And uh, I think, I think really the, the root of it is, I mean, I could take it back to when I was, when I was young and as a young black kid, we're always expected to be tough. You know what I'm saying? And it's even like that with women. Like, it, they're expected to, you know, have this tough, the black woman role. And when it's all said and done, everybody's mental psyche isn't strong enough to handle that. And as young black kids growing up in America, you realize that at, at, at a certain age that it's kind of like not the end thing to do to go out and seek help. No. You know what I mean? It's embarrassing. People like, find it to be embarrassing. Yeah, like, nobody ever wants to admit, even if as a, as a parent, nobody ever wants to admit when their child has ADHD, even though I think ADHD is bullshit, but nobody wants to admit when their child is maybe autistic. They may hide their kids when they realize their kids have Down syndrome because mental health in the black community, is it has this stigma on it to where it's like, it's either people laughing at it or they, they're not taking it serious, or they're embarrassed by it. But I go across the tracks, you know, where the white people at. You got this middle-class, rich, rich white lady that she's stressing out over the fact that her husband lost a job, and she's sitting in a, therap in, a, in, a, in a therapist chair. You know, it's so easy for them to go out and seek help. Yeah. So why am I here today? I'm basically <clears throat> here today to try to figure out why is it that black people don't take mental health serious, or why is it that black people are embarrassed by the fact that, you know, it's, it's something wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? Well, who, where am I going to get help? I find, I, I find that black people are A, embarrassed, B, uneducated, or C, they just don't give a damn. 
because typically when you go to a middle class white white family, if they have a ch- let's say they have a child with Down syndrome, they have all kinds of I'm not gonna call them support groups, but they I, I'm say outreach groups because they they learn as much as they possibly can. They interact with other kids with Down syndrome. They know how their way of life works. And as far as black people, I guess I guess. I'm not gonna say technically, but the way that when you do see it, it's few and far between, because black people send their children away to, and they're they're just gone forever, and just like they were, what what is it, the island of lost toys or whatever, mm-hmm. you, you know, you just you basically discard them because you see that as them having a flaw, you see them as being imperfection imperfected, or you see them as being less, when in all actuality, they're as capable as anybody else, just not in the same way. I look at it like when people have dyslexia and people you tr- you act like you gotta treat them differently. They're like that's just a simple learning curve. Learning curve. Yeah. That's all that is, and because they don't fit into this societal box mm-hmm. that we like to talk about, something is wrong with them. And granted, you know Down syndrome, you lack a chromosome. That's what science says. Mm-hmm. You know you can't fully comprehend and understand like a normal person. Again, normal. And that's all. And I'm not. I've and never said that's normal. What's what is normal? But it's not normal to try to justify your actions based off. Oh well, I'm just crazy. You know, I'm crazy. You know, that shit not cool. That's not cool. I, like, I, I like that's 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 not a pass. You don't get a pass. Oh well, you know, I only went through your phone because you know I'm crazy. Oh okay, my girl crazy. Ha ha ha. That shit not funny. That's not funny. Like at all. when you really like when I really sit back and look at my past and I and I let women get a pass on lashing out at me because they were quote-unquote crazy where in my head i'm like well you know you're gonna slash my tires you're gonna call my phone curse me out you know yelling at me and shit and just doing all this you know this outrageous rageful shit and then you think i'm just supposed to accept that because you know you're you're, you're hormonally imbalanced or something well i need you i need to get some some doctor's notes you know what I'm saying? I right. need to get some type of proof that you are this individual that's quote unquote crazy or quote unquote in depression because those are clinically diagnosed, you know, symptoms to have when you're sitting here saying you're, you know, you're going through depression or you're you're um you're having suicidal tendencies or whatever. I need to see the proof. I don't I don't just want to because really right now. It's some people that I, I've run into run across that I don't think you're crazy. I think that you just are impulsive. You're a mean person, and you're not you know you're not of control yourselves. And once again, that's just like that's that's education because people aren't educated at a young age to be like you know what um, I, I need to I need to go find out you know before I I stab somebody or before I punch somebody or before I have to go to an anger management class, I need to figure out ways to to control my rage, you know? But then again, they're probably scared to go out and do that. But I think that's just something that should be accessible to us. It may be accessible to us. I don't know. We don't know. You know, I mean, because as far as I'm concerned, I mean, a lot of health health insurance probably would cover those things, but... You know, most niggas, we ain't really we, going you don't, there. You don't, hell, we don't go to the doctor. Exactly. We, we, and if we go into a doctor, it's, it's, it's literally for for physical health. And that's, that's a slim thing, you know, because I think mental health is just seen as I can carry a conversation. I got a job. I make this amount of money. I pay bills. So I'm, I must be fine. Yeah. It's a lot of motherfuckers out there that I come across that got decent paying jobs and... 
they can't read or write mm-hmm. barely or or she they, they're considered you know physically handicapped you know what I'm saying so I you can get by on physical handicaps you can get by on some mental handicaps too so you know what does that mean the way the way I, I look at it people say oh I'm just stressed I'm just stressed you know the weight of the world is on me you know I'm, I'm dealing with relationships I'm dealing with job I'm dealing with family I'm dealing with all these variables that are affecting my life and they're stressing me out and they may be adding to your stress but you might be covering up the root mm-hmm. like I've, I've actually went to therapy like I'm I felt I felt to the point where it's like okay this is so heavy on me and yes I can function like a normal Again, with the normal, I can function every day, you know, get through stuff. But with all this weighing on my mind, this can't be healthy. That's what I came to terms with. Like, this can't be healthy for me to have all this information on my mind, have all these thoughts where I'm not being, I'm not able to sleep at night because I can't turn my brain off because I'm thinking about everything that I'm thinking about. So I, I went, seen a therapist, you know, and it was I encourage everybody to do it honestly. Like, if, especially if you can afford to do it. If you can, like, you can afford to do it. You got that seven hundred dollar iPhone over there, looking at memes all day. You can afford to go to a therapist at least freaking one it was, time. It was a hundred bucks. It was a hundred bucks. And, that's most and people was, phone bills. That's your phone bill. That's most people happy hour bills. And I didn't feel like yes, I need to go every week. Didn't feel like that. I feel like that one time a month I went. I went for like three months. That once a month it was good. Like you know, I was able to. I was able to communicate and. More than anything, I learned myself. I felt more comfortable with me, not not knowing my my limitations or anything like that, but understanding what I can change and what I can't change, and exactly. just being able to accept that. Man. And then just I mean, once you and I call it the Zen. Like once you realize what you can change, what you can't change, and fully accept that and embrace it, you you just won't believe the weight that comes off your shoulders. And as a black man, I encourage other black men to seek this out. Like, how do you expect to start a family, be in healthy relationships, be successful on your job when you're not even okay in your own mind? You can't even handle stuff that's in your own mind, but you're ready to take on the world. And this just just doesn't work. It's not realistic, but black men especially are brought up in the world to where they need to do that. It's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, I see a lot of women, especially feminists, trying to push for the man to be more feminine, meaning be like, don't be afraid to cry. And I just feel like, you know, that's not necessarily feminine. That's just that's just a reaction to a certain stressor. Just like, why do we laugh? You right. know, people don't ever sit there and just think about, like, why was it that when I was a child and I felt something was funny, my first reaction was, ha, ha, ha. You know, people don't think about stuff like mm-hmm. that, and people have people accept it. Just like men should be able to accept that one of my stresses is when I'm fucking stressed out or pissed off, I am going to cry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A tear may fall down. I'm my gonna eye. get it out of my body. Yes, somehow, that's you know, it may make your hand hurt, but holding all that shit in is not good for your psychological state. It's just not. And, and, and even crying is a way of letting it out. Yes, exactly. I'd, I'd rather cry than punch holes the last time you see niggas cry, man? It's like, I, you know, I'm not saying I, I'm wanting to see niggas cry, but I don't see cats crying like that on the, on the regular, you know? No. And I know cats is going through it on the regular. You know what I mean? Like, And people look at you and be like, man, I don't see how you holding it together. How you holding it together? Like, and you, you ain't holding you it together. inside <laughs> breaking the fuck Boy, up trying to hold this all in. In shambles. 
you shallows. Like you, you're not crying. You're not, you're not communicating. That's I think more than anything, communicating. You're not verbalizing this to somebody. You're not writing this down in a notebook. You're not getting it out of people. Like nowadays, with social media being so prevalent, they like to vent to a bunch of people that don't care. And I feel like, although I feel like the cheap way of therapy for black people is going to church, um, I feel like even venting to yourself to me is praying. And if people prayed and vented to themselves as much as they claim to, I think people wouldn't be as stressed out or snapping and acting all crazy or how other people see it as ghetto and loud because that's really what it is i feel like people is walking around being ghetto being loud being ratchet there's something wrong with them but we have normalized that in our community to a point where it's just like you know hey you know she just that's that's let me get my phone out and record her being crazy that phone is not gonna help anybody bro like just imagine if we lived in a world where people was getting shot and another, a person was just sitting there recording it. Oh, we do live in that world, don't we? We do live in that Golly, world. Golly, what am I thinking? And I really wonder what's wrong with that person that's just holding the phone. Yeah. Callously watching somebody you see, get beat. You see beat. this person getting beat. This person and get shot a, in the head. And you're holding your camera and you're, steady. You'd rather record it than to say, hey, let me help this person. There's something wrong with you. If you could sit there and watch a freaking snuff video and not be bothered. I grew First up, of all, there's something wrong with you if you can watch snuff videos, Exactly. When I, when I grew up and I saw somebody's head get blown off, that was it for me. Yeah. I was done because I feel like my psychological state it still has enough empathy in me to feel sorry for that person. I don't even know them. But nowadays, it ain't nothing. We can watch people get shot all day. And people think that's not doing anything to their psychological state. They're thinking like, oh, you know, it is just what it is, man. It should happen every day. If it happens every day, then why haven't you personally saw it then? Yeah. You're watching it on a freaking social media site, probably where it happened three, four hundred miles away. And it's probably not gonna happen again for another few few months or maybe maybe a year. And when it does happen, it could be something that happened a year ago that just now finally leaked to the press. You know what I'm saying? People don't ever put those pictures together. But long story short, you don't even need to put those pictures together because you shouldn't be looking at that crap because it's not good for you. You know, good it's, vibes. It's like, it's like when little kids are, are, are killing animals, hurting and killing animals, you know. That's a problem. That's a problem. You, you know, need to address that. That's, that's signs of being a sociopath when they start start off killing cats, killing animals. And we know some of our most notorious serial killers started off that way. And their parents ignored it too. And look what happened. They grew up to be Charles Manson, Ted Bundy, uh, Wayne Gacy. That's who they grew up to be because people ignored it. What happens to niggas in the hood? Niggas in the hood grew up to get on to get in the gangs, drive-bys, murdering niggas over, over Jordans. Over, over over turf. You know what I'm saying? That, that belongs to the city. That Not belongs you, to the you fucking city. You don't even own this shit. And you don't realize you're killing and fighting over these it. niggas running around here. That that's that's rapping, sagging their pants, not giving a fuck about society. Something is wrong with these niggas. These niggas are going undiagnosed, and nobody's paying them any mind because you know what? They're functioning. They're making money, so we just ignore it. We laugh at them. We're entertained by it. Prime example. You, the the number of NFL stars. They got fucking problems. They got mental issues, but oh, they can run that rock. Exactly. They can play defense. So you just look to the wayside of these things because they're they're physically talented. And that's and that's something and that's something that gotta stop because a lot of people feel like if a person can get 
his physical state to a point where it's like that, then ain't nothing wrong with him. No, their physical, the concentration of their physical state, their physical being was their focus point. That was an obsession a lot of times. And that right there sometimes may be a sign for something because even me as a person that likes fitness, I'm going to take my breaks from time to time. I'm going to find that balance. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas that get obsessed with that shit, they have addictive personalities. And that goes unseen because everybody look at it like, oh, he just grinding. He just focused. He's ambitious. No, that nigga's addicted to that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all he That's all he craves when he wakes up. That's all. He's obsessed with it. Obsession. Stubbornness. Um, just, there's so many ways to realize that somebody needs help and somebody needs to be, you know, how do I say, pointed in another direction. But once again, it gets overlooked. And it, they think that that's... How do I say that uh, that rash behavior is normal because it, it it's cool, it's acceptable now. But really, if you sit there and look at the big picture, you can see there's something wrong. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's something wrong and, and, and we're overall, cool with it. Overall, as a community as a whole, we have to start embracing that we're not perfect. We're not at all. Like, we're born to think that we're perfect at everything and that... You know, you're the strongest. You're the well, we really you're don't. capable of being you're the capable. strongest. You're capable of being the smartest of the richest. I will say, prime example, Mike Tyson. Like Mike Tyson, at a point in time, was the best in the world at throwing these hands. But that nigga got problems. Problems. He got real problems. When they interviewed Mike, and he said his back is broken. Oh God! And he was serious. He was serious. Yeah. And then he says, Mike, what do you mean your back is broken? And he says, spinal. This is a this is a grown man, and this is our entertainment though. This is our entertainment. He's a successful. Black and we man. look at this video still and laugh our asses off at it. Real talk. And then we have to identify. Wait, that's not okay. That he doesn't know, or he's been hitting his head so much that he doesn't comprehend anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you have to identify these things. Like it's not funny. And 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 Mike Tyson on a big scale is the prime example of what goes on in the black community every day. It's because he was able to function enough to where he became successful, so his mental health was no longer an issue. You know what I mean? Right. It's 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 not a problem, and it it's just going unseen so much to the point where it's it, it kind of pisses me off because I hate like it was a scene from Atlanta where where the, when uh, Ern was in jail and the dude was he was tripping in the jail cell he was like running back and forth and they just laughing at this nigga he's like a schizo full-blown schizophrenic and everybody's just looking at like you know how oh, this nigga tripping but like bruh this nigga's he's he's he is tripping go get this man some help right but y'all have gotten to the point where y'all feel like well shit the government ain't helping him i ain't trying to help him but he's one of your own you know what i'm saying you complain about you complain about black men being in jail some of them aren't competent enough. No. And then they end up in jail because they don't know how to function. And they're not rich enough to be considered competent either. Because a lot of motherfuckers are sitting in in psych wars right now. They got a nice amount of money and they just beat a case at low key. And that's why they're able to say, you know what? I ain't finna go to no no state jail, no prison. I'm finna go to this this state mandated rehab and I'm gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's bullshit though. Yeah. That being said, black people, all people, please embrace your mental health. Like it's it's very serious to you, very serious to us. Bitches be crazy is not an excuse anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's, it's funny while it lasts, but at the same time, crazy is not normal. 
crazy is not acceptable. So if you find yourself thinking that you being crazy is cute, you're going to come across the wrong one, a nigga that's crazy than you. And and that's when shit really gonna pop off, and you are gonna realize being crazy is is not a fun thing, and I need help. Cause when he slapped the shit out of you, and say, "Girl, you know I'm just crazy," is he gonna get a pass? Nah, he gonna get a pass to that jail cell. Straight. But it is what it is. I feel like you know, we beat that in the head. It's just something for people to think about, you know. I'm I, and I'm speaking from the perspective of a black man because that's what I say. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. You know, I really don't. I can't speak for Hispanics or whites, but I know for a fact that when I see whites and they going crazy, they in therapy. They, they in therapy. Help, and they get Quick. they in support groups. They in therapy. They, in AAA, they doing whatever it takes to try to get back to whatever normal is. Because at the end of the day, I don't know what normal is because I was always told that. What's normal to the spider? Spider is chaos to the butterfly. Mm-hmm. So, well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Twenty for Twenty, brought to you by No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?